everyone doing today welcome back to the amazing the iconic the one and only thomas first the world with your favorite podcast also thomas jamil and you can maybe add the foster at the end if you want but welcome in everyone thank you thank you thank you for listening to this episode again because why wouldn't you you should always listen to my episodes i'm demanding that you listen to my episodes okay that you should all the time so today and the next episode after this with the i don't know which one you listen to first but if you do listen to this one first we're going to talk about an amazing show mm, amazing as a stretch a good show that i finished watching um called grand army and i'm just going to re- do a review on the first season so far and i think how do i want to break this down today I think I'm just going to go with like some plot points that all the characters witnessed and talk about those and then characters and then just predictions and what things I want for the next season. Hmm. Okay. So if you don't know what Grand Army is, it's a Netflix TV original. Netflix TV. Is it TV? I don't know. It's a Netflix original teen show. Um, I would say, <laughs> I would say it's like Euphoria but gone black. If you get my gist, I think like it's it's an urbanized how the white folk would love to say it. It's an urbanized Euphoria. It's to me, I like it. I wouldn't say I like it more than Euphoria because acting is better, and I love the fashion Euphoria. The fashion is everything in Euphoria. Oh my god! Um, if I could live. In all of Hunter's outfits. Ah, wow. Hunter, on the low, I mean, Jules. Jules, her outfits are tea for real. Like, her outfits, she be wearing, I think she had this. Oh, my God. She wore this. Um, in that scene where she was shooting um, Nate Jacobs, I th- I'm pretty sure... What designer was that? I think it was McQueen. I think it was McQueen. Jules Euphoria. Sorry, I'm searching it up. I just have to be right. (laughs) McQueen. I think, I'm pretty sure it was McQueen. Wait, wait, wait. Was it? Was it? Was it? Was it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was, though. But she was a fashion girl. That girl was a fashion girl down. She wore the fashions. When I when I say fashions, she was fitted. Fitted for real. Where, who's she wearing? Who's she wearing? Who's she wearing? Jimmy Scott. That's who it was. Ugh, that sheer look was amazing. But anyway, back to the story. Um, Grand Army is an... I would. It takes place in New York. It takes place in Bronx, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Um, Bronx, New York. Um, so it's definitely going to have... Um, I'm glad that they had more black representation. And honestly, um, 
just representation of people of color and black people. It was a great representation. Um, especially with Southeast Asian. Um, Southeast? Like, yeah, South Asian. I think it's South, Southeast. But um, representing um, Southeast Asia. I think they did a really good job, job with that. Um, and I just loved how culturally culturally diverse it was within the entire um, storyline and showing different cultures and showing different upbringings, which I loved. Um, so that was great. And a major plot point to start off. So to start off the entire show, to start off the entire show, we open up with, <laughs> it literally had nothing else to do with the entire, um, with the rest of the story, but there was an explosion <laughs> or like a bomb. Um, there was a bomb that went off in the beginning of the episode uh, that was near the school that sent the school into lockdown, which made our which which started to lead us into the different storylines within different of the main five characters, which we'll get into later. Um, and it just really didn't have any other effect on the story, and honestly was useless, and like it really didn't even need to be there, honestly. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was way weird. <laughs> Moving on into a second plot point. Honestly, that was just the biggest plot point for everyone. Okay, so I can th- I think I can just move into characters then. So our first character that we're going to dive into is Joey. Um, initially, when I first met her, she- <laughs> in the first like five minutes, she was in the bathroom helping her friend out. She was helping her friend get a condom out of her vagina. I really don't know how common that is. I'm not a woman. Um, but it was it, it was different. Like, okay. <laughs> like, okay, thanks. Um, but yeah, she got a condom out of her friend's vagina. At first I thought she was like helping her put a tampon in, but I was confused. Um, but further in, like five minutes, I learned that she was like dance captain. She was I think that's pretty much it. And then she was like this kind of like a social justice warrior. That was our major plot with her and learning that she's standing up and changing her narrative and um, like women's empowerment. I think she was a part of women's empowerment club too. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, But I wish I, one thing that I do wish that they did more with Joey was talk about her um, dance team um, her being a dance team captain and just like had that be more, but I guess that what they were tackling with her story in the show was more important. But um, the only like scenes that we had from her were like that one dance practice with her friend Grace, which was literally useless. Um, and then the second one, which was at the basketball game where they had, like, the All Lives Matter kids talking about something. I don't know. The right-wing kids, and then they were, like, saying stupid stuff. And then she took a knee, and it was weird. But at first, I wasn't really vibing with her. She gave me very, like, white savior. One of those girls. I just wasn't I just wasn't liking her. But then as the story progressed, um, 
I liked her. I liked her more, especially um, when did I start to like her more? When I found out that she was the dance captain, I liked her more. And yeah, but her story, I'm going to summarize her story as mm, hashtag herstory. That's what I'm going to call her story. Um, But her story tackles um, her being sexually assaulted by some of her closest friends. Um, and her trying to get justice for it, honestly, and that's what, and just trying to refine herself and, and, and get out of that messy situation with her and just her state of mind. That's what her story mainly tackles. Um, it was, it was, it was, um, it was good. It was good listening to it and just listening to that experience, um, and hearing from it and just, her her friends assholes literal assholes um what's his name george weirdo 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 you are too grown to be messing with you're like um, i think she's a senior no she's a junior because what's his name sid was a senior um he's just messing with the freshmen i don't know It's, it's it's nasty you don't skip years like that. Like, I think I think if you're going to be dating in high school, at least date one year ahead or ahead of you. So, like, freshmen and sophomores, okay, that's fine. Juniors and seniors, that's fine. But seniors and freshmen and juniors and freshmen, no, that's not cutting it. That's nasty. Ew. Uh, that's, like, literally disgusting. Um. Because they're just fresh out of middle school and like you're grown, you're all wrinkly and old and just nasty. It's not, it's not giving that. It's giving predator. It's just nasty. Excuse me. I just had a really good kombucha, ginger lemon, um, brew doctor. I got it straight from Safeway. Pretty good. I drink at least, um, hmm, I think two kombuchas a week. So I'm, on a diet, I'm doing pretty good, feeling pretty healthy. I mean, life is life is okay. I'm not gonna say it's the best, but life is okay. But I'm gonna get better. But back to the story. <laughs> but that was what Joey dealt with in her story. Next character we have is Dominique. Out of all the five main characters, I would say that she's my favorite because she's the most unproblematic with everything. Um I would say that she's the most unproblematic. Um, It would be Dominique and then as my first favorite character and then tied with Layla and Joey as my um, second because I can't choose between those two. Layla, she's a hot mess, but back to Dom, back to Dom, back to Dom. Um, Dom. So her story is, mm, it's a good, it's a relatable story. Um, of just like struggling and trying to make ends meet and that thing. But I feel like what they did a lot of with her character was like, <laughs> they made her feel like, I they made it feel like poverty porn on us almost in a way. Like it was like they were shoving it down her, down our throats as if like, that's the only thing that she'll ever be. And that's the only thing that her life matters about is just her, is is her trying to find money 
and like she was constantly out of money and that she has to support her family. It was, it, it was a lot. And I, that made it seem like that was her only thing that she had to worry about. I don't know. But it was, it, it was iffy on that part. But everything besides that was pretty cool. I was really, I was really messing with her basketball coach when she bought her hair cream. That was, I love, I love support black businesses, support black businesses. Um, but her story mainly tackles um, poverty and just hustling and just trying to make money. Uh, in the first episode, we see her um, after, during the lockdown, all the students were ushered into the, um, to the, not elevator girl, the stairway. The stairway to like be isolated away from everything out that was outside because of the explosion, which the explosion, I'm not even sure what it represents. Like what, what was the point of the explosion? I think the explosion was honestly one of the most unnecessary things ever. Um, it, it was just, I don't know. It was iffy. Um, it was iffy. Iffy is my word tonight. Um, Dominique. So during that entire lockdown, her and I think, I think she was like acquaintances with Jason, who's also one of the main five characters or Jay. I keep saying Jason. Um, Jay and um, his friend Owen were just, you know, being, being stupid boys and fooling around at, at the wrong place, wrong time. And they got her wallet and they were just messing with her wallet, doing too much, not roughhousing, just doing way too much. And they dropped her wallet all the way down the freaking stairwell. I would have been pissed. And that had all her money in it too. And that that's her money to help support her family and just buy food, you know, the necessities that they need as a family. That girl lost $200. $200. I would have been pissed. I would have been pissed. Oh my God. She had every right to be mad. But when Joey, okay. So, so they got caught up with uh, all of it. And she went down to go get her wallet. Her money's missing. And then the teacher inserted herself into the situation, blah, 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 as teachers usually do. And then Joey, Joey, um, she inserts herself in the situation and makes it seem as if those boys, Jason or Jay and um, Owen, like had malicious intent behind um, behind making her lose all of her money and just stealing it. And honestly, those boys, they were just messing around doing stupid stuff, but there was no malicious intent behind it. And you know that white woman's talk of of over over um, describing things and making it seem as if and blowing shit out of proportion. That's what it was. And um, she got those boys sent, um, got them boys suspended, and then got the boy's friend um, Owen like sixty days suspended. But we'll get into that because that's Jay's story. Ugh, annoying. That's why I didn't like her. That's why I didn't like her at first. It was like, mm, I don't know. I'm not vibing with her. Um, but that's her story. And oh, she also has a boyfriend. What's his name? John Ellis. Mm, the acting. 
the acting, you can tell. Okay. One of my complaints with this is I like how new some of the actors are. A lot of these actors are new. Um, They're up and coming. I love that. But I mean, a lot of these actors are just like, you know, those kids that put actors in their, um, (laughs) put actor in their Instagram, um, what do you call it? Business profile thing. That, that's what it gives. Like they'll have those high schoolers that have actor and then put like (laughs) those, those kids. Um, That's what I feel like. They just start picking people up off the street. His acting was very iffy. It was iffy. It wasn't the best, but sure, it's dealable. It's dealable. But I mean, I can easily replace him. No, I can't. <laughs> my gas is not. My gas is not replacing him, girl. <laughs> girl, my gas is not replacing him. Um, but yeah, he's he was okay. So apparently, John Ellis, or that's his name, John Ellis. I keep saying his full name. John Ellis was. Um, during the bomb explosion, he wasn't at the at the school, right? And at first, I thought this was going to be like, who set off the bomb? Who? I, I thought this, that's what type of show this was going to be. And we were trying to figure out who set off the bomb, blah, 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 blah. But it was like, because he, he was still missing. And I thought that he was a part of the entire story of like, why there was a bomb. I thought that we were going to have a story behind why someone bombed the plaza, I think, was the plaza that they were by that they uh, that they bombed. But he just comes back at like this party, and it was just like, oh, okay. And there's just no other story behind it. It was just like entirely useless. So I think better, <laughs> better connection on just uh, what is the word continuity? No continuity. No, it's. Con, it's something along that line. If you know the word I'm talking about, you know the word I'm talking about. I don't care. Um, <laughs> like, girl, you can figure it. Context clues, babe. Context clues. Um, but yeah, he was all right. I mean, there was no really, there was no story behind it. But he worked at Target. I mean, that's all we really like learned about him. And he had a mom, but that's pretty much it. Uh, moving on. Next character. I would say one of the most interesting characters, my, okay, I would say this is my favorite. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's either Dominique or Layla. But Layla. 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 (laughs) To summarize her story, I would say, in all capitals, Every freshman ever. That's what I have to say. Now, breaking down into her story, she is a hot, higgity mess. A hot mess. Um, So her character, I think, is inspired by um, the play that the actor wrote. It's called Slut the Play. And um, her character loves acting. Uh, but can't really, <laughs> can't really act. Um, but um, that was her character. She came into fr- she came into her freshman year, you know, naive, trying to find her way in the in crowd, you know, all that stuff. And um, she goes on to 
changing herself for a guy, trying to um, appease different people. She um, started slut-shaming, um, what's her name, Joey, after um, all the sexual assault allegations came out, um, which was just horrible. She turned into a really horrible person. But my thing is with it is that I found a connection with her because every freshman has gone through this in some sort of way. Freshman year is that year of just trying to figure out who you are, trying to figure out where do I fit in, who am I at the school, you know, all that jazz of freshman year. And the thing with Layla is, is just how, um, I wouldn't say that she's like a villain. I wouldn't say that she's her own villain of all things. We're all our own villains in freshman year, trying to figure out whether it be grades, personality, this guy I like or this girl I like, this person I like. And I think why most people have like disdain because she was inherently crazy because at the end of the at the end of the show <laughs> this made no sense this literally made no sense but at the end of the show um she was the person that has been writing that letter at the beginning of each episode and like the closing it each episode and i guess it was like a bomb or like a like a school shooter threat or something let me search this up because i'm still so lost in this like it literally made no sense and the cliffhanger at the end just like what netflix why would you end this like (laughs) like it was just horrible (laughs) layla letter the grand army because this was a mess yeah okay okay it says the chilling meaning behind the email that that you keep seeing okay it's an email um Layla never actually planned on to commit an act of terrorism. <laughs> she just wanted to be, oh my God, an act of terrorism on her school campus. Instead, the emails we see over Grand Army are a means to an end of an entirely more petty, non-fatal scheme. <laughs> she is so, she is literally crazy. She is crazy. Oh my God. Layla becomes increasingly fixated on the play and her chance to receive mass attention. Blah, blah, blah. She's delusional. Okay. Ugh, she's crazy. Um, Layla. But back to Layla. She goes through a lot of just trying to find herself in that freshman year bullshit and just trying to find herself, trying to adjust herself for a guy. She was moving fast. No shade. She was moving fast. No shade, I'm sorry. But but she she had a lot going on with her own self-esteem and just trying to let other people affect it. And she lost her friend, uh, Rachel, in the beginning. Not in the beginning, but because all of the bullshit that she was on. She just lost her friends for it. And then she went through this entirely like apologizing thing where she tried to apologize to everyone and then she just accepted or expected a um acceptance from everyone and like girl grow up you don't uh, with apologies you don't always have to get an accept I, I accept your apology it's really just acknowledgement in high school okay i understand you you know but like 
she she was annoying, but she has she has my heart. She has my heart. I love her. I just, I really wish the best for her, and I wish she finds like a really good therapist because that's what she needs. But that that little girl, she's out of her mind. 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 And when she got kicked out the play, that was hysterical. <laughs> like I don't know. Like she was like screaming at the door in silence. <laughs> it was like. Like, girl, I don't know. Moving on to the fourth main character, Jay. His story, I would summarize and say, wrong place, wrong time. I think that fits it. So, as I said, with how his story connects to Dom's, um, Dominique, with the school-to-prison pipeline, that's what his story is mainly addressing with how um, the zero-tolerance policy is affecting these black students and um, POC students at a different rate than these white students. Um, And then he's also playing what instrument is it? I think it's saxophone or one of those, one of those, one of those horns, those things, one of those. And his best friend's also playing it. And while his best friend is suspended, um, he says something. They're both at the hearing, and Dom is at the hearing too, because um, they had a hearing to figure every everything else out. And Jason is speaking. The interviewer, I don't know what the person, what you call it, the prosecutor. I think it's prosecutor. The prosecutor is asking the questions, and then once he answers the question, it's one of those questions that he like kind of kind of like put the blame on Owen and like admitted to it, um, which made Owen go into a full day, um, or not full, but a full 60 day suspension, I think, or I'm not sure if he was expul, expul, expulsion, expulsion, what's the, what's the, what do you call that? Expelled, expelled. I don't know. Not, not, it's not expelled though. Expulsion, expelled. I don't know. You get you get the gist, girl. You get the gist, and you can adjust. <laughs> but um, they're both like I guess I got Owen got into Allstate, which is a prestigious trumpet player's instrument. It, it's a prestigious, oh, not award show, but show for you know those instrument people. <laughs> um. And Owen got in, but Jay was an alternate. And since Jay or Owen couldn't perform at Allstate, he had to take that part from him, which is like, I think that they were best friends. I'm pretty sure that they were um, pretty close friends. And that situation with them falling out because of, uh, because of the Allstate opportunity. And that was pretty much his, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't really get to know much about his character. Um, I don't know. They really kind of lacked on the boys. It wasn't a lot. It really wasn't a lot. It was kind of sad. I wanted us to get to know more about him. Or maybe I was just paying attention to the girls more. Because Layla was freaking crazy and just like deluded and all. But yeah, that was his story. Lastly, the last um, of the oldest, I think, yeah, the last, wait, that don't make sense. No, back up, back up, back up, back up. The oldest of the five, um, Sid. 
Sid um, is um, an Indian man and he has a girlfriend. <laughs> um, <laughs> he has a girlfriend. Um, and his story, I would say, summarizing is um, what's that one song? <laughs> These are my confession. That's that's how I summarize the story. I would summarize it with that song. Um, but that that lyric in the song is it a lyric or is it a word or a phrase? I think it's phrase. Phrase. I don't know. It's one oh seven in the morning, girl. Um, but I would summarize it with that because his story tackles him being in the closet. And um, dealing with that, you know, how that goes. and um, But also the pressure is from his um, Indian family. He has a little sister. They both go to the same school. Um, what's her name? Mira. And that, that's mainly his story. He has a girlfriend. In the first episode, he's like, he's on the swimming team. I think he's captain or he's one of the best players or something on... Um, on the team and at first he's like you know that that jock guy but he's a nice jock guy that doesn't that doesn't um partake in the misogyny but he passes it on or like he um what's the word he doesn't um bash it but he just he'll listen to it and let it happen um he's one of those jocks right and then we meet his girlfriend. And then at first when I was watching it, I was like, um, it's 2020. Where are the gay people? And there has to be a gay person in this show somewhere. And then right after that, he was watching Sean and Cody. So I was like, oh, he's the DL. <laughs> he's the DL man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's his story. And then I think, so, okay. So his little sister, Mira, was dating this or like messing with this um, or talking. That's the word. Talking with this other, I think, sophomore or junior. I think his name's Orlob. He doesn't really matter. But they were messing around and her nudes got leaked, right? Because stupid boys. His Her nudes got leaked. And by him... And later on in the show, they have to be partners at the swim meet because of because of the other boys that were um, that that had the sexual assault allegations on them couldn't partake in it because they're stupid and do stupid shit and just horrible shit. So. They're partners, but they have a lash out session. He doesn't really want to work with her or him. And later on, he gets um, he gets notified from his coach that there's Harvard scouts here. And then he goes he goes to speak with the Harvard scout, uh, scouts after the after the meet, and his stupid ass leaves the um, leaves the his computer open because he's been working on his college essay. This is last year. He's been working on his college essay the entire year, and he wrote about him being um, Indian and gay and just how those work together. And the little boy leaked his thing, and then that's how he had to forcibly come out to everyone at a school. 
that's his plot line, but that's like deeper into the plot line a little bit. And then his girlfriend finds out it's a mess. It's not really a mess. She took it bad, but it was, you know, how girlfriends would probably react. You're gay? Oh, why didn't you tell me? That stuff, you know. Um, But those are the five main characters. I think one thing that literally irked me so bad, I hate this, like, thing that a lot of of shows do, especially with characters that are, like, that have to come out the closet. They always have, like, the already out gay that's cool with everyone, that no one really bothers. It's always this white gay, and I'm, like, so tired of it. Like, that's the only thing. It it brings back to the conversation of how Europeanized homosexuality is. Because we think, oh, the the go-to is already a white man, a white gay man. For every out gay, that's like the ideology that you think. And it never actually shows true representation of just out... Um, openly LGBTQ plus people. It always has to be shown as like this struggle to find their way within their own community, which is true, but that's not all who we are, you know? And it sucks to always see the only like, I guess, positive representation of, um, of LGBTQ people is white cis men. And it's never more than that. <sighs> but um, it's that's my only issue with his side of the story. Now moving on to the remedial, not remedial, but the literal, the little, the littler characters. Okay, Owen, the bestie. Owen is Jay's friend, the one that um, got suspended. Um, nothing really much I learned about him. He had every right to be mad at Jay. I mean, why wouldn't you be? You got me suspended. I can't go to Allstate now. I mean, I would be pissed. Moving on to the next small character, John Ellis, the boyfriend. As I said, nothing really much to him. He was like kind of boring. Can't really act. Sorry. I mean, sorry, not sorry, but Tim Daly or Delaney. Um, the, the ideal nice guy trope, that entire thing, like the nice guy that, that you, that thinks that they should deserve the world because they're treating this girl in such a nice way. He was such an asshole. He like literally watched her get sexually assaulted in the cab by her two closest. And the show, Joey is the one that got sexually assaulted. And by, by what's his name, George and Luke or something like that. Yeah, Luke, Luke and George. And they were all in the cab. Sorry to be in detail, but all happened in the cab. And Tim just sat there and watched. And then he wanted to lie about it until the last episode. I mean, uh, he's such an asshole. And then they tried to make us sympathize with him at the end. Like, girl, why would I sympathize with him? He's been lying this entire time, acting as if it's all just a key. This never really happened. And now you want us to sympathize with him? No, Netflix, you're cut for that. You're cut. 
Next, um, Flora Flo, the girlfriend of Sid, who finds out uh, who finds out that her man is a DL man, a gay man. <laughs> there wasn't really much to her. I, all we knew was that, like, I think that she was like close friends with his little sister, and that um, she went to a different school. But I wish I knew more about her. She's a pretty girl, very pretty girl. Mira, the little sister. I want her storyline. I want her storyline. I think she's, I'm pretty sure that she's a sophomore. So a sophomore playwright, a sophomore director. Yeah, I want her storyline. I want to see where she goes. So, so since Sid is, this, this is last year, unless we're getting a part two with the rest of the year. I don't know. Are we? Hmm. I don't know how this can work. I'll talk about that later. But if he's leaving the season, I want her to replace him. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. Um, I, I just want her storyline. She seemed she was badass. She was that girl. She was that girl that you think, oh, that's the head bitch. That's that's the cool girl. That's the cool girl. When you think of cool girl, you think of Mira. You think of Mira. That's who you think of. Um next is omar i think he was the assistant director to mira in the show so the show that they were doing was let the play and i think that's based i'm pretty sure that's based around um the play that the actor that who plays layla uh created so that's pretty cool that they um, incorporated that into the story so hey um congrats to whoever played i don't know her name i think her name's like amalia but congrats to you girl you better go and write them plays girl Omar, but there wasn't really anything much to him. He had a crush on Layla. Layla was oblivious to it half the time because she was so focused on um, George, you know, freshman stuff. Um, but eventually she um, came to her senses for a second, I think, because she really only used him for sex because she had sex with him and he gave her head. <laughs> I mean, girl, girl boss, because I mean, like, why not? Girls should definitely get head. I mean, Girl empowerment. This is so weird. Ew. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he was pretty cool. There, he wasn't a bad person. He wanted the best for her, but she was, you know, being her stupid freshman, stupid self. And yeah, another character, George, the asshole. Ugh, asshole. So I think at the first, I'm pretty sure in the first episode, <laughs> this was so corny. This was so corny. But in the first episode, he was making him and the rest of the swim team, including Sid, but he wasn't really a part of it, but he was a part of it because he let it happen. Um, We're making like an Instagram account called like, who has the bombest pussy? <laughs> it's like, what the heck? And they were ranking all these girls. And, um, George was the one that was, like, facilitating it and, and like, making the post or whatnot. And, um, ew, this was so stupid. And then Layla, I guess Sid, Sid found out that, um, his sister was actually going to be on the list because they were, they were going to put his sister on the list and then he just gave her, he just gave Layla's name instead of his sister because he didn't want his sister on the list. And he put Layla's name and then Layla just went on this like whole entire empowerment tangent, like I'm a motherfucking bomb pussy. <laughs> like, also, one thing I did love about Layla 
with how they kept her youth. They kept her, um, her like, what is the word? Her colorfulness with all of her dreams and all of her visualizations and the cartoon segments of like just her dreams and her thoughts of what's going on around her. I love that because it still encapsulates and so keeps you thinking, oh, this is a, this is a child. She's just a freshman. She's just, a, um, she's still learning things and she still has this mindset of it's just like her versus the world and it's this child mindset. She's still in her freshman state of mind, which I loved. Um, but George, asshole, never liked him. From, didn't, I didn't like him from the jump. I didn't like his face though, but I didn't like him from the jump. <laughs> um, moving on to Anna, which is Joey's supposed best friend. Um, honestly, I thought they were lesbians. I thought they were dating each other in the beginning. I was, I really was not sure what was going on because at first I thought they were dating each other and I thought, cause they were just really close to each other. Like I've never seen two best friends. <laughs> I've never seen two best friends. That's always one of them. has gotta be ugly, you know? Um, but I've just never seen two best friends so close to each other. Like do best friends really get in each other's like faces like that? Like I've never, I've never experienced it, but I, 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 if I was your best friend and you were constantly that close to me, I shouldn't be able to like constantly have a whiff of your breath in my face. That's disgusting. But they were best friends. And then Anna's brother is Tim. And Tim is the one that um, also got charged. Or uh, was he charged? Um, but was a part of that entire sexual assault thing. And then when Joey told everyone and told the police about um, her being assaulted by Luke and George, she acted dummy and was like, those are, those, those are my friends. And then she just switched up on her and then acted like she was the one that was crazy and just believed everything was all up in her face. When she like, when Joey confronted all four of them and was like, yeah, y'all are crazy. Was it why? And just like, I don't know. She was weird. Switch up how huh? I didn't like her. Um, Luke. Luke is also um, one of her friends, the one that, ugh, stupid, just, I, what else do I have more to say? An asshole, like a literal asshole. Like, I really don't even have any more to say. Dom's friend group. Um, I wish I got to know more about them um, because it wasn't, it was kind of like one-sided or not one-sided, but it was really kind of like, <laughs> the surface level with their characters. Um, but her friend group was um, Tamika, Tor, and Sonia. Though, honestly, I loved I loved Dom's storyline because of how um, strong female unity was with her and her family, with her and her friends. Um, yes, there were like little lash outs between the two, but I mean, that, um, that happens. But it wasn't, a negative thing and a negative con connotation of just black women tearing each other down, all that stuff. Right. So I'm actually glad that it was like a positive thing of just like female unity and just black unity, honestly. Um, they're a great friend group, supportive friend group. Um, Sonia, I think was dating or talking to what's his name, uh, Jay, but that's all we really got to hear. 
Um, the really minor, minor characters are Grace, <laughs> a hot mess. That was the girl that was pulling out the condom out of her. A mess, as I said. <laughs> that got the condom stuck in her. It, it was a mess. But does that leave you pregnant? Does that let you, like, get pregnant if, like... I don't know. Never never mind. Never mind. Um, and then Rachel's... Rachel is um, Layla's ex-best friend. Rachel had every right to dip on her because she was like, acting a hot mess. She was just acting neglectful and just, like, being a bitch to her friends. I mean, she was... It, it was it was it was sucky, but Rachel had every right to leave and say, "I'm not doing this." Um, and then the last character is Victor. As I said, another white gay had nothing to do. I guess he was like he was Sid's mentor with helping him write essays, his essay, his college essay, and that's how he figured out that he was gay and all that other bullshit. Uh, we're not bullshit, but it was just like, I really don't like the amount of of just how Europeanized being gay is. That's a different conversation for a different time, but uh, it's just how rooted um, being gay is within white supremacy. But yeah, those are all my takes on the characters. I'm sorry that took like literally... 30 minutes, 30, I'm pretty sure I was like, no, that was 45 minutes. But on to the plot, I'm going to end the episode in like about 10 minutes. But my predictions and for next season, okay, predictions. I think that Layla, Layla is going to pull another stunt in the beginning of the season to start off the season. And then in the middle of the season, she's going to have this climax. Oh my God, I'm crazy. I shouldn't do this anymore. Um, and like literally have a mental breakdown bigger than what she was having this season. Um, but I think that's what they're probably going to do with her. Hopefully she, I just really pray this little girl finds peace. This little girl needs peace. She needs peace and therapy. That's all she needs. Sid, graduation, of course, because this is last year. Hopefully he finds um, a boyfriend. I don't know, something. Oh, finally some closure with Flora. Or what's her name? Flo, Flora. Probably some closure there, but nothing more. Um, probably a lash out with his parents, probably. Um, to add some drama and some spice. Dominique. Mm. I would love... I'm sorry, but I would love to see some drama. I need more drama. I need more spice. So maybe between John and... um, But he's... John is way too loyal of a man. He was a really good boyfriend to her. He didn't, like, judge her anything. He was, like, honestly, like, a picture-perfect boyfriend. Um, But I need some spice in her life. I need... I need some growth out of it. So... (laughs) This is sad, but, like... Maybe he just, like, dips on her, ghosts her. I don't know. Or no, she ghosts him because she doesn't feel secure. Um, She, like, kind of, like, goes through what she was going through again with, like, just feelings of security and just, like, trying to be independent on her own. And then, like, she feels like John is holding her back or something. I don't know. Something along those lines. But I need some drama in her life. I need that to spice up. Um, Maybe... 
lash out with Sonia. She's light skinned. She deserves that. Um, <laughs> she, I mean, she does. Light skins deserve no peace. No peace. Um, moving on, Joey. I hope she gets justice for everything. She she does deserve it. I mean, oh, and I hope Tim helps appeal. Um, is that the right word? Appeal um, the court case. Um, but yeah, I hope she gets justice in the next season. I hope she becomes friends with Dom. She needs better friends. I, know, I hope she dips on Anna. I hope she slaps Anna. If she has a fight with Anna, that's going to be amazing. There were no fights in this, or there was, but it was like a, a little punch, but that's it. Um, Layla. Did I, did I speak on Miss Layla? Oh, yeah, I did. Jason. Uh, I hope he gets justice. The entire protesting that they were doing. Okay, honestly... This show was everywhere. It was kind of everywhere. A lot of with the plot points of just like different. There was a in school sit in. There was the all lives matter kids and like the right wing kids saying like just stupid racist stuff. I guess. Um, the bomb. I don't know what that's gonna have to do with next season. Please don't bring that up again. It's literally useless unless like there's actually like a. A, a a plot forming under that with like something to do with like graduation or something, then include it. But if you're just if you're not even gonna mention it anymore, and just like have have like subtle mentions of it throughout the year, it's like, oh my god, you remember when the bomb happened? Just like don't even think to put it in because it just won't make sense. Um, and it's just useless to the story. So Netflix writers, please be taking notes. Um, yeah, and maybe. Put me in your show. Duh. <laughs> Literally. I'm amazing. Multifaceted. I draw. I act. I dance. Um, I can sing. I can hold a note. I can definitely hold a note. I can hold a note for damn sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, but get a girl booked. Get a girl booked. I'm get it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me, let me. Oh my God. Let me be Layla's best friend. Let me be Layla's best friend, girl. That would be a serve. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much my take and my review on this entire season. It was messy. It was definitely messy with like just different plot points and different things. But I mean, it was a start. I do like the show. I do like the... um the little things and societal issues that they're talking about. I do like that. And I think that they should continue to keep talking about that. I wish they had more emphasis on what they were talking about within Slut the Play. Um, if they were going to incorporate that within the story. But I do like the show. I think it's a pretty good show. I watched it within a couple of days. And yeah, I need to find a new show to watch now. I've just been watching Cowboy Bebop. And Desperate Housewives. Ugh. Desperate Housewives. That is a show. Now, that is a good show. When I say good television, ABC just isn't making good television like they used to. After Glee, just went downhill, honestly. But, but Desperate Housewives. I've never related to Gabrielle Solis. Like, I've never just never... 
related to a character so much, but that woman, that woman, we're 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 twin flames. We're t- we're twin flames. That that's literally me. I'm looking at the woman in the mirror. <laughs> it's like no, but um, but yeah, it was a pretty good show. I'm glad I watched it. Um, it was way more. Re- I would honestly say it was way more relatable than uh, Euphoria to me. Because Euphoria was honestly a school full of white kids. But I think Euphoria definitely did the teen drama better. It definitely did. I'm not even going to lie. But I think what this show has is a connection to um, Black and uh, POC students more than Euphoria. It surely does. Um, Euphoria is great for aesthetics and looking pretty and good storylines, but, or not, yeah, good storylines, but this, it's just something way more relatable that I can feel within the cast, uh, within the storylines, within the setting. It's just way more relatable. But yeah, you should definitely go watch it. (laughs) I'm sorry if I spoiled it for you, (laughs) but um, if you did watch it, tell me your favorite five characters out of the five Tell me your predictions. Tell me like anything. I want to hear your. I want to hear your review because my review was it was my review. But I want to hear your review. Um, but thank you for listening to this episode, and thank you for just continuing to listen and support my podcast. I really do appreciate it. Like I really, really do. Um, but thank you guys. Uh, I love all you guys. Thank you for listening, and see you next week. No, 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 not next week. The week after next week. Um, yeah. Okay. Bye, you guys. Uh...